And we are back. This is Alexander Juan Antonio Cortez, and this is my podcast, Art of Health. So, it's been a while, people. Good to be back. Got some topics to discuss. Quick hit topics. It has seemed that the short format, 15-minute, maybe 20-minute max podcast format has uh, proven successful. So, we're going to continue doing that. Topic of discussion. Maintaining a neutral spine when deadlifting or any kind of back exercise. So the question came up as to how to strengthen one's back. I got this question on Twitter, and it was relative to deadlifting or doing any kind of hip extension type movement where I go to pick up the barbell, or it could be the dumbbells, and I round over. I can't keep my back straight. How do I keep my back straight? So common affliction, common scenario. How do you fix this, correct this? Well, first things first, we always have to review the fact that gravity always pulls straight down, and if you have poor posture standing, you're going to have worse posture when you go to lift. That's just what's going to happen. It does not follow, it's very non-sequitur, that your posture would improve if it's bad to begin with when you go to pick something up. So if you have poor standing posture, you have to address your posture then before you even get into the lifting. So how do you go about doing that? Well, you have to look at your body as a chain, as a total body chain. The total body kinetic chain would be somewhat of the technical term. And then you have to break it down piece by piece. If your posture is simply a case of where you are a little bit hunched over, you have forward head, you slouch a little bit, that's not that hard to fix, to correct. That's a case of doing some thoracic spinal exercises, cat-cow, if you want to look it up, look it up, yoga movements, but basically just getting your spine to bend forward and backward, specifically backwards, emphasizing the, you know, the backwards extension, reversing the direction that's currently going. So you do some spinal extension work, and then you do exercises that target the upper back. So conventional rows, definitely do that. Band pull parts do that. Doing rows with your elbows perpendicular or flared out, where you're really emphasizing, again, keeping your back straight. Those work really well. And simply cueing yourself when you're doing any kind of movement, even if it's standing, you know, dumbbell shoulder presses, if it's leg press, if it's squats, whatever the case may be, where you really mentally, conscientiously think about maintaining a neutral slash upright spinal position, where you're not laying your body round over. And if you do this for long enough and you go to deadlift, you'll find that deadlifts are easier. Or, you know, you exercise the factor of bending over and stooping. You can also practice deadlifts and their variations. I mean, you can, you can practice deadlift variations, is what I meant to say. So you don't have to barbell deadlift. You can do rack pulls. You can do deadlifts with dumbbells. You can do cable deadlifts. You can do modified kettlebell deadlifts. You can shorten the range of motion and... Maybe you just do barbell deadlifts, but you only lower down. You only descend so far as you can maintain a neutral spine, and you come back up. And maybe that's just right below your knees, but that's okay. And you, instead of doing the movement as a heavy strength movement, you do it as mobility practice. You do 10, 20 rep sets of, let's say, partial you know, range of motion T-spine deadlifts, if you want to call them that. That's why I refer to the mass of clients. And we're just practicing maintaining a neutral spine. Now, that's for if your posture is, like I said, not terrible, but you're slouched. What if your posture is really bad where you are, you're slouched over, you have anterior pelvic tilt maybe even too? Some people can be slouched 
and then they also can be an anterior pelvic tilt, meaning where you're one of those people where you essentially flare your lower back, you stick your butt out, and you dump your abs, to use that term, so you have no tension in the lower abdominal wall, you have an arched lower back, you might have very tight or even loose or just weak hamstrings, and maybe you have tight ankles, and maybe you're just your whole physique is kind of a mess. Well, what do you do then? If that's the case where your movement mechanics, since if you can't deadlift and you, if you really cannot deadlift at all with a neutral spine in any circumstance, I'm going to bet that your movement mechanics are probably flawed everywhere else. Um, It's very uncommon that you'd see someone that can, let's say, squat and bench press perfectly, but then their deadlift is terrible. Your total movement capacity, it's, it's cumulative. You have to view it as a whole picture. So if your posture is really bad, if your hips are really tight and they're stiff and you know, your, sta- and your standing posture and your moving posture, your, di- your dynamic posture, if everything is screwed up, then you have to really regress the movements that you're doing and do the most basic, simple body weight variations, plus incorporate probably some machine work of just learning how to fire and innervate the different muscles upon your body and focus upon activation work and do that as a strategy where you're essentially you're doing what you could call preparation work. Uh, the technical term is GPP, general physical preparation. You're doing general physical preparation work to be able to lift with intensity. So you would need a phase of training or you would need to start off your, your training career with not with heavy lifting, not with going in, I'm going to hammer and kill it and put on slabs of mass. You essentially need to relearn how to move. That's what you need to work on. And that's going to come down to learning how to, like I said, stand up straight, how to fire your abs, how to feel your glutes, how to activate your glutes, how to bend your hips, how to extend your hamstrings, how to depress your shoulder blades, how to align your wrist with your elbow. You're going to have to learn all these movement skills that you're just extremely ignorant of. You are you're physically, you know, motor development-wise, you are underdeveloped. If, that, if, it, if that's the case where your physique and your dynamic posture, if your movement capacity is that poor... But if that's not the case, hopefully, and it's simply a case of really just having a weak back, having a weak spine, not having the musculature to maintain a neutral spine, then you emphasize spinal strength, you emphasize your upper back, you emphasize your spinal rectors, you modify the movements, you do what you can, and you practice those as much as possible, and then over time you develop your overall movement capacity until finally you can pick up the barbell and deadlift from the floor and do the movements that you really want to be doing and do the big, you know, the money compound movements that get the highest training effect. But you have to build up being able to do them. So that's the continuum, so to speak. That's the approach. And there are subsets to that that, you know, we could talk about and this off the top of my head. Uh, for some people, maintaining a neutral spine with a deadlift, it could be because of weak glutes. That's very uncommon. A lot of people will have essentially no ass muscles in modern society. And if your glutes are weak, then your back compensates. So that could be a case of needing to do direct glute work. Uh, clamshells, lateral band walks, putting the band, putting the uh, what's called the jump stretch band, basically just exercise rubber bands, putting those around your knees, doing clamshells, doing hip bridges, doing glute bridges, you know, maybe doing some uh, cable pull-throughs, uh, doing barbell hip thrusts, whatever the case may be. There's a lot of exercises you can do, but if your glutes are weak and, and you know it, and you kind of have like the, you know, the, you know, it's called like the scared dog position where you go to pull the weight, you go to deadlift, you go to do a hip extension movement, and you really can't get much glute activation going, then you need to work on your glutes. Or it could be a case where you have weak hamstrings and they're very tight, 
in that case, you need to stretch your hamstrings. You need to stack stretch. You need to do some stiff leg hip extension movements. You need to maybe do some unilateral exercises, some single leg deadlifts. Do some exercises where you're just focusing on the range of motion. Could be a hamstring issue. Could be a low back issue. It's very common that a lot of times people have a weak low back. If that's the case, then you want to strengthen that as well. So that's going to be hyperextension. It's going to be back extension. It's going to be some good morning movements. It's going to be reverse planks. So you just you find your weaknesses, you identify where you're weak on the chain, and then you attack that weakness with the necessary exercises. And like I said, if everything like I said before, if everything's weak and everything's bad and you can't move and you're bad at moving, then you take the intervention approach. A la, Dan, a la Dan John, and you sort of start from zero. You start from zero. You start from zero. You start from square one. You start from the ground up, and you rebuild your ability to physically move, and you essentially build up your athleticism. So, those are your options. That's the way to think about it. Hopefully, you guys found that helpful. Be talking again about some other subjects, but it's good to be back. Good to be chatting with you all, and I'll say, train hard, train smart, and good luck.